The following is a production of Omnus.tv. On this episode of Revelator, I welcome Julius Caesar and past guest Bree Flying V rocking out and kicking ass. It's Revelator double feature happening now. enjoy the show welcome to revelator i'm your host ryan thanks for hanging out with me as always we got a double feature for you tonight julius seizure man if, if you like metal bands julius seizure is right in your wheelhouse yeah i said it in your wheelhouse and also a past guest we had she actually brie was on uh one of the last shows of unsigned um it's the first time uh she'll be on on the new show which is revelator we're very happy to have her back uh Really awesome uh, artist from uh, Nashville. Help talk about her current tour and everything. Uh, so definitely stick around for her. Um, you know, we got a double feature, but uh, there's some things I want to get to. You know, we always do like these wild, weird stories and stuff. And sometimes they're really sad and depressing because it's really kind of tragic for a lot of people. But uh, and a lot of them come from Florida. And you know what? A good majority uh, come from the good old state of Tennessee, where I reside. Now, it's very rare that I find two stories that are from the town that I actually reside in. And these next two stories, I'm going to share with you now. Brace yourself. These are good ones. Let's start off with ATM machine. You're like, oh, boy, here we go. Some guy robbed somebody in ATM machine and, you know, posted on Facebook and, and bought Subway for his crew. No, 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 no. Although that would be pretty funny. This one, it's hard to make up. 49-year-old uh, Tennessee man was arrested for unusual uh, deposit at an ATM machine. Okay. <laughs> hey, ew, the, the keypad of this ATM is sticky, and you'll find out why that's funny later. Um, Lonnie Hutton of Murfreesboro went into the Murfreesboro Bar and Grill, pulled down his pants, and tried to have sex with an ATM machine. <laughs> I guess he forgot his pin code, you know? I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to wrap, wrap my mind around that. Like, where does he... I, hmm. Um... W- I'm worried about Lonnie's manhood here because obviously he's, you know, yeah, little guy, you know. Um, where is he sticking his, uh, his, his stuff? Where, where is he humping the ATM machine? Like, where is it going? I'm trying to figure that out. Like, is he just turned on by money? You know, like, I don't know. It's very weird. But anyway, I guess this guy's in the bar and he's totally drunk, pulls his pants down, starts humping the ATM machine. Obviously, I don't think they let him finish, you know. Um, I don't know what came out when he was done. You know, I don't know. There's no 20 on the nightstand there or anything for him, you know. Uh, they said that uh, the police show up, you know, they arrest him uh, for having, uh, you know, trying to have sexual intercourse with the ATM machine. And then I guess they took him out to this park bench. He tried to start humping the park bench. So apparently, uh, Lonnie at 49 is drunk. Maybe he's drunk on Viagra too. Maybe he had like a Viagra, you know, Milwaukee's best combo. I don't know, you know? And uh, he's just like, I'm not going to, I'm going to F this park bench right here. You know, the ATM machine didn't, wouldn't, wouldn't spit any out. I'm going to spit some out, you know? Um, so, uh, you know, they end up arresting him. They end up arresting him. Uh, and they only get a $250 bond. How is that? You know, I mean, I'm wondering, like, could you imagine being at the bar 
You know, and this guy all drunk and stumbling, slurring speech. You know, you imagine being waiting in line. Maybe, maybe you're like, oh, you know, you're this guy's using ATM. You're waiting for him to get done, and he drops his pants and just starts going to town on the ATM machine. You know, be like, you know what? I think I'm going to find a new place to have a beer. Well, craziness. Now, the other story here in good old Murfreesboro, Tennessee, is uh. This one's just good old-fashioned neighborly fun, you know? This uh, guy found himself behind bars because he was mowing his neighbor's yard. Personally, if my neighbors want to come over and mow my grass, I'd be like, more power to you. I'm going to hang all back then, you know? It saves, saves me a good hour and a half on my Saturday, you know? Uh, the, the guy, I guess, the, the neighbor got mad and said he didn't want him to mow his grass. The guy did it anyway without his permission. Um, the guy, Patrick Moore, was arrested uh, when the police... Showing up, uh, he was shirtless on his mower, fitting, um, completely hammered, I guess. He said he was just doing his neighbor a favor. The neighbors w- were mad and obviously called the police because they didn't want him cutting his grass. I don't know, maybe he's a, maybe his neighbor is a Cub Cadet guy and he drives a John Deere. I don't know, it may get that petty, I'm not sure. Um, so the guy gets arrested for public intoxication um, on his lawnmower, which I thought was freaking hilarious. I, I don't know why I find that so funny, it just is. Um, I guess you have to be a certain age where, you know, you know, when you're doing like, you know, yard stuff, you know, and you, you kind of get, you know, when, into that routine out on the weekends and stuff, you know, and, um, man, I, I mean, if my number, if my neighbor's hammering and wants to mow my grass, hey, go, have at it, man. You know, what the hell, you know, don't cut your damn leg off. That's all I ask. Uh, anyway, uh, but what can you do, right? Uh, hey, this is a good one here. This is from the state of Texas. Uh, this teenager, 19 years old, Jacob, uh, Lavora is, uh, facing, uh, first degree felony charges for hash oil. He, apparently he made these hash brownies and took them to an event. Now in the state of Texas, I guess, considering he put them in a baking, they can charge him with the full weight of, of the actual, um, product, which is 1.5 pounds of brownies, which is hash brownies, according to marijuana laws. This kid can serve up to five years in federal penitentiary, if not more, up to 25 years, which is actually more then aggravated sexual assault and assault with a deadly weapon in the state. Something seems very wrong here. Now, granted, should the kid have made pot brownies, I want to invite him to my bake sale. I'll tell you that right now. Come on over. Bring some milk. 2%, please. Thank you. Uh, but I don't know if the kid should serve, should serve five years for a pan of hash brownies, right? I mean, that seems a little excessive. You know? He's not coming to the pancake social, I bet, in Texas. Yeah. Top movies at the box office this past week. Number 10, working our way up to the number one spot. We have Mom's Night Out, 1.7 million. I, that sounds like the name of a porno, too, doesn't it? Um, Legends of Oz, 1.96 million. Captain America, The Winter Soldier, which I did finally go see. Uh, if you like the Marvel films and you're into that stuff, which I am, uh, fantastic film, really well done. Um, the Winter Soldier uh, as a bad guy. Not a couple nice little twists in there as well. And obviously, stay for the credits. I won't ruin it for you if you haven't seen it yet. But uh, stay for the credits. Some some, uh, some nice uh, gems there setting up for a new Avengers movie and uh, possibly a new Captain America as well. Uh, making over $250 million at the box office in its seven weeks at the box office. Number seven, Rio 2 at $3.7 million. Heaven is for Real at four point three. The Other Woman at $6.3 million. At number five, The Million Dollar Arm, $10.5 million. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 at $16.8. I, I've heard really bad things about that film. Um, um, do we really need more Spider-Man movies? Jeez. Uh, number two is Neighbors, number one comedy in America at $25 million. And number one opening up is Godzilla. $93 million plus 
opening weekend for Godzilla because no one knows what happens when Godzilla comes. You know, um, you know, it's it's been over fifty years since the very first Godzilla film was made. I want to know the guy who who came in uh, to to the board at Paramount or whatever Godzilla is under and was like, you know what, I got a great idea for a movie. It's called Godzilla, and they're like, brilliant, fantastic. I don't know how many Godzilla movies there are. I bet you there's at least thirty, forty different renditions of it, right? I mean, it's got to be a bunch, right? Uh, but look, who's <laughs> laughing? 93 plus million at the box office opening weekend. So what the hell do I know? Uh, those are your movies at the box office. And it's time to get very serious. In the face! In the face! <laughs> yes! Julius Caesar is going to get in your face here on Revelator. Don't forget, Brief Flying V will be joining us in just a moment. It is... Julius Caesar, sixth and falling here on Revelator. My kingdom Oh, 
That is Sixth and Falling by Julius Caesar here on Revelator. And I'm joined now by the vocalist of the band, Yusuf. Hey, man, uh, thanks for uh, hanging out with us, man. Appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me. Uh, our pleasure, it? man. Um, now, uh, the track we just heard, uh, Sixth and Falling, uh, one of the, your guys' newer singles. Uh, also, you guys did a video for it as well. The video is really cool, man. Uh, I got to ask, uh, who's the uh, artist in the video uh, that gets... Uh, 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 attack was it a police officer i think attacks him in the video right who's the uh who, who's the artist there no the, um i think the the idea is that uh there's a connection between the 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 character who starts off in the chair is like a demon like a demon of sorts and the painter is controlled by him and they're after the, that one individual who's running and you know, there's you know, there's not really a, a re- any specific reason why he's just screwed. You know, fate's got it out for him, right? Well, I think we've all kind of, I think I've had that feeling a couple times. You know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, the new track is 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 awesome, and I encourage people to you know check out your guys' website. We'll have a link on on our site where people can check the video out, man. But um, obviously, six and falling, uh, a new track was was when you guys did this, um, and did the video for us. Do you guys like doing the video? It seemed like you guys had a pretty good time. Obviously, some performance, oh, yeah. um, in it as well. Yeah. So it seemed like you guys had a pretty good time doing the videos. Uh, is more of that stuff kind of in the work? for you guys down the road um we definitely hope so i mean we have all intentions of continuing and doing things on our own you know if a label steps in down the road that would be great but we have all intentions of carrying on the way we have been and that's making music videos and pumping out songs you know doing music videos is a lot of fun it's like a lot of work at the same time but it pays off in the end no, I think you guys are definitely getting some uh, some eyes and ears on, on the music. Now, you guys have been working on some new material as well. Uh, we're going to hear uh, another new track uh, second coming a little later. But um, you guys obviously it kind of in the in the writing process. I would guess still at this point too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, we're always working on music and stuff. Um, we we don't have. I don't think right now we're too focused on uh, writing new songs as we are as. Uh, getting people familiar with what we have already and getting it out there to a broader audience. You know, we plan on dedicating a lot of the summer and everything to, uh, going out of state. You know, we're really, uh, looking forward to maybe doing a mini tour or something. Very cool. But now I know you guys recently just played a couple shows, uh, here early April and, and, uh, and also in uh, well, late April, early May. Uh, how have those shows gone for you guys so far, man? Excellent. Um, everything's paid off. We made a lot of uh, really good contacts as far as like booking. We met a lot of great bands. The last show we played was a battle for uh, Summer Slaughter, and we met bands from all over the country through that, and you know, sh- shared some booking contacts. So hopefully, you know, we'll be seeing some of them again, maybe in their state. We're looking forward to maybe getting out to Georgia, stuff like that. Very cool, man. No, I, I think there's uh you know, the thing I liked about you guys and uh, my producer, Mike, when we, when we first uh, came across you guys was, uh, 
you know, you get you know, everybody gets labeled now. Every band gets labeled to a certain, you know, they sound like this, that, and the other. Or they're this core, that core. They're metal, this, that, and the other. You know, um, but you guys kind of, uh, at least vocally, man. I, I was actually really impressed because, um, man, you got some pipes, dude. Um, I mean, what do you do to you know, kind of uh, get your voice? You know, because I mean, a lot of like the. Like the newer metal chord, I'm not dogging any anyone who's in any bands or anything, but kind of have you know they kind of get the really high notes, then they'll go really deep and you know with the guttural stuff. But you guys are are pretty consistent uh, with a really yeah. nice rasp and, and growl, pretty much consistently through through the song. So, um, what do you do to you know kind of condition your voice in that way, man? Um, I'm I'm still figuring it out as I go. Honestly, like it's a uh, definitely a, a difficult style to keep up with the going between the singing and screaming, but uh, I just look to, you know, the people who have influenced me, and uh, I'm just, I mean, that's really all there is to it, and I'm, I can't really, uh, it's just a lot of work, <laughs> that's, right. that's really it, it's a lot of work, uh, I, but, I, saw uh, in your guys I owe it to my influences, really, you know, like, uh, my the screaming, I really like, uh, Eddie Hermita and Trevor Strand and then Greg from Dillinger Escape Plan and uh, Keith Buckley from Every Time I Die. Those guys are two of the best at transitioning from the singing and screaming. So I just try to practice the stuff like that, and I figure that helps me do what I do, you know. Well, I think it's interesting you brought up Every Time I Die because I really dig those guys in uh... – uh, they had an album uh, several years ago, The Big Dirty, which I think was probably maybe their most co- commercial su- successful album. But um, yeah. see those guys live, man. I mean, Keith is, uh, my goodness, man. That, that guy is. Uh, Outstanding. Is, yeah, man. I, they I don't bring, know where they to put got it. everything live. Yeah, you know, they, the energy and the chops to do what he does. And his just vocal style is so unique. That's what grabbed me at a young age and convinced me, you know, I maybe I should try something like that. Right. You know, once I realized I could sing and scream, you know, why not try doing them both together? And then at the same time, like you're saying, like there's a kind of, it seem, there does seem to be like a generic format of, you know, how metalcore should sound. And I like to try and take as many singing influences as I can that aren't really that metal. You know, like even Keith and Greg have like a more bluesy style when they sing. Then I like uh, Bradley Noel of uh, Sublime a lot. So I try to use a lot of that influence. And, uh, great. Um, this is Daryl Palumbo from, uh, Glassjaw. He's really okay. awesome, too. Well, it's interesting you brought up Bradley Noel from Sublime. I think, you know what, you may be the first person that's ever brought up, uh, Bradley Noel from Sublime as a, as a influence, whether even musically or vocally, which is, which huge is surprising influence. because, uh, you know, sometimes I think, you know, when artists like that are around, you know, at the time, maybe you didn't appreciate him. Then, you know, you're now that's been, gosh, you know, 20 years or more at this point, like you, know, you look back and you go, man, that guy really was outstanding in so many different levels not only on guitar but also vocally as well just his phrasing and the way he kind of put things as well i think i think has a lot to do with it the way you're pronouncing words and those type of things absolutely definitely i'm like just the range in his voice as he's saying you know going from so many different styles and i just really like when like i feel like the like blues is the the underlined uh like birthplace of metal and 
know, a lot of this music. So I like when these guys bring a, a bluesy sound, especially vocally. So he did a lot of that, you know, He'd get like James Brown-esque even, which is a lot of soul. And I like that too. Well, then it also, you know, it, it adds uh, layers and diversity to the music. And I, and I think that the tracks we're playing tonight, I think, you know, the audience is definitely going to, going to pick up on that. Now, uh, I, I thought it was funny. I was checking out your guys's, um, your Facebook page and, uh, I like how it said, um, your influences were, uh, uh, PBR and Jameson. I was like, well, these guys are right up my alley, man, you know? So, uh, <laughs> but, um, is, you know, you, you've, you've mentioned a, a bunch of bands already. Um, you know, it, obviously, you know, Jeff Hanneman from Slayer, you know, it's been a year since he's been gone. And then obviously, uh, Dave, uh, you know, from Guar and stuff. And you, you see guys like that have been in the industry a long time, kind of, you know, passing, you know, obviously early. What, what is your kind of take on that, even as a vocalist or someone that's kind of in the, in the scene there where, you know, you know, it, it's got to be kind of, I, I always, you know, enjoyed those bands and I took the Guar thing really hard, man. I, I, it, you know, it's come down yeah. to the universe was, I had that, I had that tape deck, you know, and I jammed the hell out of that thing, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, it definitely sucks to see him go, but uh, and, and especially like you're saying, Dave Brocky, I, I would have loved to have played with Guar, you know, I know so many bands and I have so many friends who in their, you know, the years they've played, they got to play with them and it would have been awesome. But the way I look at it is, you know, um, they were a huge influence and like, especially those guys. You know, they, their influence alone, you know, their legacy is going to live on. So, you know, it's a, it's a terrible loss, but we carry on the torch for them. You know, everyone who keeps working hard and playing music. Well said, man. Um, now I want to talk to you about the name Julius Seizure. Now, before we talk about the name, I want to talk about what are some of the band names that you didn't select, if you remember any of them? Um, the band name, they, they actually had the band name picked before I had joined. The, the story I know is that, uh, they were just trying to come up with a, a play on words. And initially we were, we were trying to use something with Nero Caesar cause he was like the, the evil one, I guess. And, uh, one day Steve, the guitarist was driving home from practice and was just trying to think of like a play on words with, uh, one of the seat with Nero Caesar and then Julius Caesar just popped into his head and he was like, uh, we should probably just use that. <laughs> right. Then right. it stuck. <laughs> there you go, man. Now, do you remember, uh, your, uh, your auditions with the band? Any, did they, uh, do oh, any yeah, as the, especially uh, like they, when I joined and I asked, like after I, I found I was in the band, like they were like, all right, you're in. I was like, all right, so what, what's our name? And they're like, we're Julius Caesar. And I was like, oh, great. <laughs> There's already a good band name. Like, it doesn't have to be a debate over this. But, uh, awesome, right? You don't have to, like, like just... you can no, say ahead, what you're going to say. No, no, go ahead, man. Sorry. Um, yeah, about, like, trying out and, like, getting into the band. Um, it was really, like, a crazy chance meeting, like, I dragged a couple of my friends to an August Burns Red show and they would have never been there if I didn't like beg them for months. Like you guys have to come to a metal show and see the, see what the energy is like. Like, <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. And, uh, they actually knew Anthony, the other guitarist, and they were talking to him. He's telling them they needed a vocalist and they're like, Oh, our friends inside. If you could find him. 
he'll definitely try out. I ended up trying out in the Stallland parking lot. And uh, the rest is kind of history. I went up and tried that practice for them because Anthony was impressed. And then that was it. I did an All Shell Parish song and a Sublime song to show them I could sing. Nice. Well done. And so you actually, you your first audition was actually in the parking lot at the uh, at the show, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. They was like, uh, they were like, yeah, he can scream, go show him. And uh, I was like, no, yeah, I'm not gonna do that here in the middle of this parking lot. And then some guy, some other guy comes up, starts screaming. And I was like, well, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna get like shown up like that. Right. So I'm. Yeah, you know, I screamed too, and then he was—he was impressed. He's like, "I'm pretty sold. You got to come try out." And then came and tried out. I was nervous as hell, despite what he said. <laughs> you know, they had—they—they uh, they were. I, I was familiar with a couple of their previous bands, so it was a little intimidating. Well, right on, and I, I think you're obviously finding your niche, man. Um, now uh, we're getting ready you know, to close out here, but. Um, if people are interested in finding out more what you guys have coming up through the summer, uh, what's the uh, website they can uh, find you guys on, man? That's juliusseizureband.com. Awesome. And, and you, we also you guys have also- Facebook, Instagram. It's Julius Seizure Band. And uh, Twitter is Julius Seizure One. So we're all over the place. And you can download the music anywhere iTunes, Bandcamp, Amazon, it's there. Well, very cool, man. Uh, yeah, we're, we're glad to have you on. And uh, when we first, uh, the first song we heard was Six and Falling, and uh, me and my producer, Mike, were listening to it, and he goes, man, he's like, you got to get these guys on, man. I was like, I do. And uh, I'm glad you guys are on, man. Pleasure to have you. Know, Anytime. Uh, uh, the second song, which is Second Coming, uh, that we're playing from you guys, uh, anything you want to uh, say about this track before we close out here, man? Um, it's heavy as hell, and it's even better live. <laughs> so, if we're ever in the area, or anybody's out in Jersey, or wants to come see us wherever we're playing, you're definitely be in for a show because you know the recordings almost don't do the live show justice. The energy we bring it. Awesome, man. Hey, uh, Yusuf, uh, thanks a lot for your time, man. And uh, best of luck to you guys. And uh, keep us in the loop, man. We'll, uh, you know, obviously we'll, we'll put it out there as much as we can. And uh, uh, hey, man, you guys have anything new coming down the pike? Definitely keep us in the in the loop, man. Absolutely, and we really appreciate the opportunity to, you know, talk to you guys and get our name out there. Thank you very much. Hey, our pleasure, man. This is Julius Caesar, second coming here on Revelator.
Julius Caesar here on Revelator. Thanks to uh, Yusuf for uh, joining us. Really cool guy. Uh, best of luck to those guys as well in the band, Julius Caesar. The song that you just heard was Second Coming. Uh, look for more from those guys uh, heading into 2014 and into the next year as well. For more information about Julius Caesar on this particular episode of Revelator, head on over to omnes.tv. Again, that's O-M-N-E-S.tv. Click on episode number 60. Don't forget, Brief Flying V will be joining us in just a moment. First, let's take a look and a listen at her recent single, which is titled I'm the Boss here on Revelator.
That is Bree Flying V here on Revelator, the song I'm the Boss. And you know what, if there's any doubt in your mind that Bree is not the boss, then you are confused. Bree, uh, it's been a long, long time, and I want to thank you for uh, for joining us. I appreciate it. Oh, thanks so much for having me. It's been a while. It's a pleasure. Um, for for those who've been listening to the show for a while, uh, Bree was uh, you were one of the final guests we had under the old title Unsigned. Uh, we we're under the new sh- new title now Revelator. So it's been a long, long time. You know, the first time you were on your uh, first album, uh, American Girl, wasn't even out yet. Uh, you were about three months out before it was released. So uh, it's been wow. a long, long time just to catch up with you. Um, I, I know you've been a very, very busy girl. Um, oh yeah. You have a tour, you have a tour <laughs> coming up. You you had some videos come out. So um. Now, didn't you uh you recently get married as well, if you don't mind me saying? Yes, or? I did at the beginning of the year. Wonderful. Congratulations. Oh, um, thank you. How was the uh the the wedding? Have a good time, nice reception and the whole so deal? It was fun. It was an Elvis wedding and it was amazing. We went out of okay. our way to get the best Elvis we could. It was so much fun. All of our friends and family loved it. Big very, party. very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, c- congratulations to you. I'm sure thank your husband you. is very happy. Um, <laughs> now um Back to the music side of things. Now the album's been out uh, close to a year. I think uh, June of last year is when it's when it's been came out. So it's been out close to a year. Uh, it's been very very well received in a lot of different media markets. Um, how does that make you feel as as a musician? You're like, oh, I'm going to do this album. This is my first you know big time release. You're kind of putting yourself out there. You know, obviously there's a vulnerability factor too. I think with that. But uh, how does it feel to have that much come back to you as far as the music and having it that well received? Well, you know, whenever you create something like that for the first time, you I feel like I was like throwing it out into the world and then hiding under the covers, being like, okay, what's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for stuff, for the explosions to happen, then I'll check on it later, you know. But it really makes me feel good because, you know, I put my heart and soul into this and it's what I'm the most passionate about in life. So it makes me feel really, really happy when other people embrace it and it can actually do something for them too, make them feel things. So it just, it feels good. I'm really excited to share even more. Can't wait. We're leaving tomorrow. I know you're you're hitting on you're hitting on the on the road there, doing a nice little run. Um, yeah. Now I got to ask you. This is uh, I think one of your first like tour tours. So I mean, is there anything that um, you know, obviously a lot of planning involved, packing and all these type of things. Is there anything you know like a keepsake or anything you're going to kind of take with you from home to kind of you know any any little item or anything you're taking with you on the road to kind of help uh, you know keep you grounded while you're away. Um, you know, I'll probably take, you know, all my little crystals and my guitars, and I think that's about it, really. Like, I have my friends and my husband, so it's like, I'm set. And my music, that's all I need. Right on. Now, um... Is there, obviously, going on tour is a big deal. Is there anything that you're nervous about at all? But also, there's, it's kind of an exciting factor reaching new fans and, and new people that you may not have been able to reach before while while doing shows. Um, are you going to do the whole meet and greet and mingle with the uh, with the crowd? You seem like you would enjoy something like that. Oh, absolutely! I'm always really social. I like I love meeting new people. After I perform, I always go down to the merch booth and I just hang out, meet everyone, take pictures. And, it's fun. Make, we make tons of friends that way. Yeah, and I think, you know, especially nowadays with uh, the the industry being so competitive, especially obviously social network, changing a lot of that as well with the internet and everything, I, I think that's important if you are going to be out on the road. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's a page out of any book that you need to go out there and kind of, you know, meet the fans, mingle, have some fun, you know, sign a couple CDs and, you know, have a couple drinks and, you know, just get to know the people who are supporting you. Absolutely. I love doing that. 
I enjoy it. Now, uh, you're a very, very attractive woman. Have uh, you know, in, in you know, playing in Nashville, you played Nashville quite a bit, and you know, notoriety is you know with the new new music. Have you had any like really weird or obscure uh, interactions uh, post show with anybody at all? <laughs> Um, not really. You knew it was like, coming. You knew it was coming. I, well, you know, like sometimes there's a couple times where I'd be walking down the street and be like, Bray! and I'd be like, I don't know you, but hi. You know? <laughs> or like, you know, after shows, it's you know, it's funny to see you know girls be like, oh, I totally fan girl to have your CD in my car. And it's it just it's I don't know how to react sometimes. I just want to be like, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> it makes me feel good, and I'm I'm really thankful for it. Well, it sounds like you're you're enjoying it. I, I think you're going to have a blast on this tour, and I think you know meeting yeah. new fans, people are, are definitely going to uh, see your energy uh, and your personality. Obviously, comes out on stage. Um, okay. Obviously, sleeping arrangements or anything you, you know you're nervous about. It. Obviously, you know your husband's going to be with you, with friends and stuff. Is there anything uh, you know that you know makes um, you nervous? I just, about the I just tour really want to take good care of my voice. That's all. I just want to make sure my voice is okay, and then I'm good. I'm so happy to be moving. I love traveling. Right I love being gone. I'm, I just like getting up and going. It's awesome. So this life is like what I've always wanted. So I'm very, very much so looking forward to it. Now, awesome. Uh, now, is there anything like you do to save on your voice uh, while you're on the road? Is like, you know, is it like kind of like teas, honeys kind of thing? Or, yeah, um, you, know, any, like... you know, throat coat. You can get that at the grocery store. It's really nice. You know, I put like three in one, you know, little craft and I make it piping hot in the morning and it'll last all day. It's really nice. Now I'm just like staying away from dairy. You know, all the basics. Gotcha. <laughs> now, uh, all, the, all the basics, no dairy, lots of, uh, you know, well, uh, also, um, you know, you've been doing a lot of video shoots, you know, obviously a lot of photos while well. you're a very photogenic yeah, lots woman. Of photo shoots. Um, you look fantastic in the photos I've seen online as well. Very, oh, very well done. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Um, and that's um, those a lot of those photos. I'm wearing, you know, the the, the marijuana um, like clothes with the leaves on it. And yeah. I just got an endorsement with Dink City Apparel or Dink City Clothing, sorry. And they're on Instagram and Facebook, and you can find them. You can go on, you know, DinkCityClothing.com buy their stuff. And I just did this whole photo shoot for them for all their new stuff. So I'm so excited. Well, you, you look fantastic in any photo I've ever seen you, and you always look very, very good. Aw, thanks. Aw, you're welcome. Now, uh, I have to ask you, uh, we, we've had some models on the show and stuff, and everyone thinks that, you know, it's just all, you know, glitz and glamour, and there's really a lot of work that goes into, you know, posing, and it's an all-day thing, and you're, you know, you're posing here, you're doing this and that. Uh, is that, you know, have you found that to be kind of tedious or something you kind of got into really enjoying and doing all these photo shoots? Ooh, I really enjoy the photo shoots, but it is hard on the body. <laughs> It starts making me respect models. I'm like, oh, this is exhausting. You know, after 10 hours of shooting, you're just like, okay, I want to go home. I want to drink a beer and just relax. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. So I enjoy it immensely, though. I love it. I'm a ham. I love it. And I basically just hang out and smoke and drink all day, and they take pictures, and we're all just hanging out. So it's pretty natural. It just does I'm get tiring after a bit. 
No, I, I imagine so. We've had a couple models on talk about it, and then you know they're like, oh, you know, I did like a twelve-hour shoot, and you know, and they're like, well, you're on the beach in some place. They're like, oh god, the beach is the worst. I'm like, that doesn't sound bad. They're like, no, you get sand everywhere, and it's just you know, you're you're getting beat down by the sun for six hours and stuff, you know. So I, mean, uh, I don't think a lot of people realize how much it really goes into you know, posing and, you know, wardrobe trains and all these different things and, you know, being out in the elements and, you know, you, a lot of those things you can't control, but uh, you, you've come up very well on them. And also uh, the next track we're going to hear, which is Whiskey, uh, which is a fantastic video. I encourage everyone to, to go out to your website and check it out. We'll have a link uh, on our website as well so people can go see it. But um, what was that looked like a really fantastic video to film. Uh, how much fun did you have doing that? Oh, on the boss video? Yes. Yes. Oh, my goodness. That was so much fun. We basically threw a huge party at the Joy Mansion in East Nashville, invited all of our friends to come. Everyone in that video are all of our friends. And they all came and just drank and partied all day long, and we just had a total blast. We made the video. It was super easy. It was was done by Casey Culver. He's incredible. He had a blast. I mean, the whole crew fell along with everybody. It was just, oh, it was a great, great day. And we're up to like 250,000 views, I think. Wow, fantastic. It's, it's, oh, I'm so excited. I said that, you know, also, you know, seeing the reward, you know, and it being well-received has got to be a kind of a weight, too. You know, like we talked about earlier where, you know, you release something, you're kind of like, I'm hiding under the covers, like, I don't know what's going to happen. And then to yeah, have, I know. You know, that response, you know. Um, now, the tour, um, you're hitting off uh, on the road in a couple of days. Uh, what are some of the uh, cities that people can look forward to hearing you in? Oh, my goodness. We're going coast to coast. So if you go to my fan page on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash free music, then you can find everything. You can completely follow me or you can go to nashville.com forward slash free. So you can find anything in those two places. Everything's always updated. So look out because it's from coast to coast. I want, right I want to meet for the everyone. Really, really- now, for the really juicy stuff, you got to get Bree on Twitter now, which is uh, yeah. at Flying V. So we'll leave it at that. You laugh because I, I, it almost slipped out. I almost let it slip. So, but for the real juicy uh, stuff, you got to follow me on Twitter yeah. now. So I, I won't do that to you. I won't, I won't, I won't set you that way. So, but um, <laughs> well, Bree, uh, it, it's, uh, it's, it's been a pleasure to catch up with you. Um, hopefully it's not another year before you come back on the show. Come back on and and hang out and uh, we'll, we'll um. You know, we'll shoot the breeze, and uh, I'm I'm still in the Nashville area. I've been so busy with, uh, you know, with uh, family and son and work and show and stuff. I still need to uh, get out and see you one of these times. I always keep seem to keep missing you. So, uh, oh, uh, well, I believe I'm coming back on the 31st, on May 31st, I'll be here for the Eastside Hoot Nanny Show. Awesome. Okay. Very very cool. Well, I think you're also going to be in Murfreesboro too, which is my neck of the woods. So oh, I may yeah, actually yeah yeah yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna double dip on on that on that week. I believe since I missed it last time around. So. Cool. Looking forward to it. Well, Bree, uh, you have yourself uh, some safe travels. Go out there and freaking rock the crowds. I know people are going to eat it up. Uh, you are Aww. definitely a, a show woman for sure. Um, a true thank class you. act. And it's always a pleasure to speak with you. It's been too long. So I'm glad to catch up with you. Well, thank you. I've had a blast. Right on. Well, everyone, I think they should. Uh, everyone should have a drink or two. This is Bree Flying V. This is Whiskey here on Revelator.
That is Brie Flying V here on Revelator with the song Whiskey. Uh, great video as well. Recommend checking it out. Uh, and also her debut album. Both songs that you heard, I'm the Boss and Whiskey, are on her debut album, American Girl, which came out last year. Uh, we actually had her on uh, before this album ever came out. We And uh, it's nice to see her, the album out. Obviously, very, pretty successful for her. Uh, she's doing a tour now and everything, so definitely check her out. Uh, definitely one of a kind. And as we mentioned in the interview, uh, you got to get the juicy stuff from Brie uh, on her Twitter account. There's always She's always uh, very, very entertaining uh, and uh, very photogenic, which we talk about during the interview as well, of course. Um, but hey, uh, we've got a big show next week as well. Uh, a lot of really awesome guests, Haster, uh, and also Smile Empty Soul will be joining us as well. So that's going to be really good stuff. So definitely check it out. It seems harder to enjoy the finer things in life. Until next time, do so, everybody. This was Episode 60, F***ing ATMs. For show notes or links to topics discussed on this episode of Revelator, or to experience previous episodes, head on over to omnes.tv, that's O-M-N-E-S dot TV, and click on Revelator. Thanks for listening.